Hello, fellow conservatives. This is Paula with the Tennessee Conservative. As you can see, Brandon's not here this week, so I'm filling in. And for a more in-depth look at any of the stories that uh, I'm going to share with you today, if you would go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com, there is a subscribe button there that will get you signed up to our daily newsletter, which is free, by the way. And um, anytime you see any of our articles on social media, if you would share some of those, that really helps us out, um, gets, gets us out to a wider audience, and we really appreciate that anytime that you can do that. So without further ado, story number one, two Republicans sneak in vaccination without parental consent in an amendment. So last week in the House Health Subcommittee, a caption bill was snuck in under the radar with amendments added that pushed the HPV vaccine. So for those of you that don't know what a caption bill is, I confess I did not know what these were until recently. What happens is um, the sponsor puts a little bit of text um, describing vaguely, and sometimes it's not even close to what the bill ends up being, um, just to kind of as, as a placeholder, if you will. And then later on, they add an amendment that makes the bill. And that's what the bill is really about. So if you go um, on the Capitol website and look up House Bill 0946, you'll see that the text there is in no way describing anything to do with what the bill has actually become. So this one is sponsored by Representative Bob Ramsey. It seeks to add language to existing law that authorizes certain healthcare offices and providers licensed in the state to provide consultation, examination, diagnosis, or treatment to a minor to prevent STDs without the knowledge or consent of the parents of the minors. So right now in Tennessee, doctors are allowed to treat minors for sexually transmitted diseases, but what they are not allowed to do is offer prevention. So um, the action was deferred on the bill this week, but the hearing has been rescheduled for April 6th in the full House Health Committee, which means you still got time to contact the members of that committee and make sure that they know that you do not appreciate um, the committee going against the rights of parents to direct health care for their children. So um, I watched Senator Richard Briggs, who's the Senate sponsor of the Senate version of the bill. That's SB 0148. I watched him talk to the Senate committee and say that right now, a doctor would not be allowed to say to a minor child that abstinence would be their best option to prevent STDs because that would be considered prevention and they're only allowed to treat. So I don't know how accurate that really is. Um, I think that was a convenient thing for him to say because that sounds good, right? Who wouldn't want a doctor to be able to say, yes, abstinence is your best option. So what he did not go into at all, Senator Briggs, that is, he did not go into the fact that this language in this bill would allow minor children to be given 
the HPV vaccine or the hepatitis B vaccine. Um, so for those that don't know, the HPV vaccine is Gardasil. You may be familiar with that name. And let me be absolutely clear. We at the Tennessee Conservative, we're not saying that people shouldn't get vaccinated. What we're saying is that parents have a right to know what's going on with their children and they have a right to direct their health care choices of their children. And for a lot of parents, even the ones that are 100% pro-vaccine, got every single one on the schedule, a lot of those parents they drew the line at this one. It, this is not one that they wanted their their young children to get because they start they start offering this as young as 10, 11 years old. And um, so here we have a bill that, if made law, would allow for children to receive this without their without their parents' knowledge, which I'm sorry, but you can't be conservative and say that that's okay. That's not okay. Um, parents should know what's going on with their children. So as I said, this one is, it's been put off until April 6th. So if you're not okay with that, contact those uh, Republican members on that committee, contact your legislators and uh, let them know how you feel about that. Moving on to second story, Tennessee residency requirement for congressional primaries heads to Lee's desk. Okay, so this is a bill that would require a candidate to live in Tennessee for three years to run in a Republican or Democrat primary election for Congress. And that's headed to Governor Bill Lee's desk. So what this means is that if Lee were to sign this, it would go into effect immediately upon his signature. And that would mean that Morgan Ortegas would be blocked from running in the Republican primary for uh, the 5th Congressional district, which is a new district. So Ortegas is uh, backed by former President Donald Trump, and she is the former spokesperson for the U.S. Department of State. So if this bill is signed, she could still run for the fifth congressional seat, but as an independent. She just couldn't run in the primary. So I'm not sure what she would do at that point. I Personally, I'm not a fan of Republicans running as independents because then you tend to split the vote and the, you know, the, I am now in the fifth district. I really don't want to see a Democrat back in there, but hey, you know, that's, that's just me. So going on, number three, we have undercover investigation reveals CRT still being used in Tennessee school districts. So State lawmakers banned the teaching of critical race theory in K-12 through public schools last year. An undercover investigation by Accuracy and Media has revealed that many Tennessee school districts continue to do what they want and push their own agendas. So the president of Accuracy and Media released a video report showing a number of Tennessee public school administrators talking on hidden cameras answering various questions about the role of CRT in their curriculum and their response to the legislative ban on its teaching. The problem is that what they've been doing is adapting and teaching the tenets of CRT. They're just using different terminology to push it through without parents realizing what is taking place. And many school systems have adopted curricula that surround social emotional learning. These lessons 
often include discussion of power and privilege or empathy and equity, which push ideas of systemic oppression under the guise of learning to accept others. School systems are still taking advantage of complacent parents and lack of governmental oversight to use methods such as open-ended questioning or giving students time to think to slip in those ideals of CRT. So if you like what we do here at the Tennessee Conservative, um, as I mentioned earlier, if you would go to the tennesseeconservativenews.com and hit that red support button at the top of the page, if you make a donation there, we have these neat Don't California My Tennessee bumper stickers and also Proud Tennessee Conservative bumper stickers. And you get a directory of your state representatives and senators, which is very handy. And with a donation of $50 or more, or with a recurring donation, we will also send you a Don't California My Tennessee Stainless Steel Tumbler. So it would look like this. This is the old one that we have. This one just says Proud Tennessee Conservative, but it would say Don't California My Tennessee on it instead. So as you can imagine, you know, we can't, run this paper without your support. So we do ask you to consider um, donating any amount that you can to help us continue to do this and keep uh, giving you the news that you want to hear. So going on to story number four, we have legislation giving local law enforcement the right to enforce federal immigration laws in Tennessee. So this is a bill that's making progress. So this legislation would give local law enforcement the authority to enforce federal law and arrest anyone transporting, harboring, or facilitating the transport of illegal aliens into Tennessee. And so that's the bill that is making its way through the Tennessee General Assembly right now. So the House bill sponsor, Representative Dennis Powers, told us that the bill gives law enforcement the authority to arrest anyone who is helping illegal aliens into our state. The intent of the bill is to be a deterrent to anyone who wants to bring illegal aliens into our state. And the hope is that Congress will one day address the issue of illegals coming into our state. So the House version of the bill, HB 2222, will be heard by the full Criminal Justice Committee on April 6th. And the Senate version, SB 2264, is slated for the state and local government committee for April 5th. Number five, Senate Education Committee passes bill to remove obscene materials from school libraries. The Senate Education Committee passed a bill that aims to prohibit educational instructions from making materials that are considered obscene or harmful to minors available to students. So I don't know how much you know about this, but if, um, if you look up Moms for Liberty, there are several chapters in Tennessee. Um, they've been focusing on this lately, and you would be shocked. I think, to see some of the books that are available to middle schoolers and up. Um, there's no way, there's no easy way to say this. I, I mean, it's basically, it's basically porn. It is. Um, the, I, I don't see how anybody can say that this has an educational 
anything to it. I mean, some of these books are just, they're just straight up pornographic. Um, so if you don't want to see that in your school libraries available to your children, um, this is definitely something that you want to be paying attention to. So SB 1944 has passed the committee with the majority of Republican senators voting in favor. However, Senators Farrell Hale and Bill Powers were present, but they chose not to vote on this bill. The bill sponsor, Senator Joey Hensley, explained that the bill sets up a process for parents that identify questionable materials in their child's school libraries to inform their school superintendents, who will then be required to remove the materials for 30 days. At the next scheduled meeting, the local school board would be required to review the flagged materials and make the decision as to whether it is age appropriate or pornographic or obscene in nature. If found to be in violation, the elected officials of the local school board would make the final decision as to whether the materials should be removed or returned to the school. Hensley went on to state that the objective of the legislation is to have elected officials have the final authority on the materials, not school directors who are, are who are appointed to their positions. So, so, you know, we elect school board members. They answer to us, the taxpayers, um, the stakeholders of public school education. So I guess that's good. Um, if you've got a school board that actually listens to the parents. Um, but I, I believe I read earlier this week that once a book has been pulled and reviewed if they decide if the school board decides that it's okay and it goes back in it cannot be taken back out and looked at again so it's going to be very important that parents really get in contact with their school board members and make sure that the books are really seriously looked over you know should this become law so the house version of the bill has cleared the house with only one Republican voting against it. That was Representative Eddie Manis from Knoxville. All right, moving on. Number six, the House passes a resolution seeking to make the Bible Tennessee's official state book. So on Monday, the Tennessee House of Representatives passed a joint resolution that seeks to, seeks to designate the Holy Bible as the official state book of Tennessee. This was sponsored by Rep Republican Representative Jerry Sexton, HJR0752 passed with the majority of Republicans voting in favor, with the exception of Representative Michael Curcio, who voted no. Further, three Republican representatives were present but chose not to vote. So they were Patsy Hazelwood, Bob Ramsey, Rush Bricken, and they joined um, Democrat Bill Beck in abstaining from the vote. So this is the third time an attempt has been made by the General Assembly to make the Bible the official state book. Former Governor Bill Haslam vetoed similar legislation in 2016 and similar resolutions have been blocked by the state Senate, including last year's version. And coming to the last story, number seven. A bill allowing parents to inspect instructional materials was killed due to hefty fiscal note. A bill that aimed to require schools to adjust their policies to allow parents to inspect instructional materials used in the classroom was taken off notice on March 30th. 
So House Bill 1723, this one was sponsored by Representative Glenn Cassida. It aimed to require an LEA's policy on the inspection of school instructional materials by parents and legal guardians of students enrolled in the LEA to allow a student's parent or legal guardian to check out from the student's school one set of the instructional materials used in the student's classroom for a period of no less than 48 hours to allow the parent or legal guardian time to inspect the materials. So Cassida told the Tennessee Conservative the bill was taken off notice due to the fiscal note for the bill being $1.7 million. Cassida said, I could have gotten it out of education, but it would have died in the finance committee. So there we go. That's your seven stories for the week. Be sure to go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com for more info on these stories and, of course, to con the contact information of all the Republican members of the committee and subcommittees that I was talking about. Um, and while you're there, of course, hit that red support button at the top of the page. We would so appreciate it. And uh, you can search for this podcast on any podcasting platform that you listen to. And we just appreciate you. We appreciate your support. Um, without you, we can't do what we do here. So I hope that you will consider a donation to keep us, keep us going. Um, we can't pay our writers without money, unfortunately. So if you like what we do, then please consider either a one-time donation or an ongoing donation of any size. We would really appreciate it. Um, you guys have a good weekend and I hope the allergies are not too bad for you in wherever part of the state that you're in. I know I'm suffering um, right now with all of that, but I still would not want to live anywhere else. So from one conservative Tennessee into another, have a great weekend. We'll see you around. Thanks.